Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. By now, you've all heard the rumors. We're here to give you the facts. What people call Area 51 is just a government research facility. There are no bizarre medical experiments. There are no space aliens. And everything at Area 51 is totally under control. The conspiracy is no longer a theory. Area 51. Available now with online play. Rated M for Mature. Now, any questions? Oh, I have questions. Oh, so many questions. I have a few. I got a couple questions. Space aliens. Space aliens. Versus Area 52, where there's... Mexican aliens? I don't know. I don't know. Is that how that works? I have no idea. If I don't know. Space aliens. Space as aliens. As opposed to aliens outside of your country's borders, yeah. but also human? Sure. Mm. All of those things are true. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Play Retro. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Johnson, and I only like to shoot scary things. You know, zombies, vampires, aliens, you know, the like. Move over, uh, Virtua Cop. I'm in the house of the dead now. <laughs> killing your, well, killing your dead, I guess. Anyway, here is my light gun. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Wait, my light gun's just like that. And I'm your other host, or your other ghost, Brian Dunaway. Oh. And these aliens, and these alien zombies keep trying to eat my brains while I am reloading. So I've enlisted the help of my good friend, Sergeant Major Marcus Bradley from Special Tactical Advanced Alien Response, Star. And, and he rolled right into my line of fire. Damn it, Marcus. There goes my score, my rating. Oh, hi, zombie Marcus. Bambalam. <laughs> Stupid Marcus always rolling, yeah. pointing at stuff. I see it, Marcus. Get the hell out of the way. Yeah. Marcus is great. We're going to talk about Area Goldman 51. today. Oh, Goldman. Mm-hmm. You guys are like, wait, what are you guys covering? Gold- We're talking about. <laughs> I like how you said Goldman. Oh, oh, oh Goldman. Goldman. I'm a, I'm a big <laughs> Goldman fan. I love that guy. Yeah, uh, yeah we're yeah. going to talk all about Goldman and Gee. other things because we're talking about light gun horror games of the arcades uh, of yesteryear. Yes, that's right. Uh, pull out your 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 light gun. Uh, let's shoot shoot some zombies. Have some bad acting. <laughs> and decide which of those things uh, deserved your quarters more back in the day. That's all part of our Halloween Play Retro Month, so hope you enjoy. Before we get to all of that, though, I found something people are going to want to see. All right? I talked about it on Core. I'm going to talk about it again because I think it fits here. If you like retro-ass gaming and shooters in particular. That's that's me. That's me. Some people call them boomer shooters. I no, don't. that's not what they call light gun shooters. They call that first person. No, shooters. that's what I'm talking about. First person shooters. If you like those, right, right, okay. But okay. people call them boomer shooters, and I hate it. I hate that term. Yeah, my there was not a single boomer, none that I knew that was playing first person shooter games when I was playing them. I'm not saying they didn't, 
I'm just saying I didn't know any. You're Except not saying for maybe they don't like exist. Robin Williams, and he was like an enigma. It was like, who Robin Williams plays Quake and stuff? That's yeah. freaking badass. Yeah, he's but he's different he than your average boomer. He's in the exception to the rule. Yeah, um, it just it's just because it rhymes and it sounds good. Yeah, More absolutely. Rhymes. So I found a game that's kind of scary, but also super rad and right. uh, retro in some ways, new in other ways. Uh, you might look at it and go, oh, look at all the shiny floors and the nice three D this and that. Oh, You'd be right, RTX but the um, the the dudes the you're fighting person. are all sprites. Uh, your gun and your your reload animation is an animated sprite. Um, oh. There are three D elements, like I mentioned in the game, but it's a really interesting mix. It reminds me of Proteus in that way. Proteus was a lot yeah. like this. Big difference here is this is like a Lovecraftian, uh, Cthulhu esque sort of mystery dark thriller thing that is pretty right. dark. Um, you have a it's set in the 1920s, and you have a a, um, a flashlight you have to crank to make work. And uh, it's great. great. I didn't have one of those. Oh, it's amazing, dude. Look, you'll be in like a really dark place. It's working fine. You're you're killing zombies. And then all of a sudden it'll go click and then start to go out. And you're like, oh, shit. It makes a little tink, tink noise. Sounds like a moth. A little bit. So then you have to hit the the Y button if you're on the controller or I can't remember what the key is. Q or something. And it will it will crank it up. It'll go It'll like give it more juice. And then you got your thing working again. Um, this is a really, really cool throwback feeling uh, game. It's a sequel. I didn't say the name, did I? It's called Forgive Me Father yeah. 2. Oh, maybe you didn't. I knew what you was talking about, though. Maybe that was the problem. Yeah. I never I played the first one, but it looked very similar. And there's a lot of now, like sort a, of... Is this a, just a first-person shooter game, or is this also a light shooter? I saw this on good old games for like sixteen ninety nine or something. It was fairly reasonable. No, reasonable. Light, no light gun compatibility that I'm aware of. Oh, that's yeah. too bad. You just play it like a shooter. Headshot. W-A-S-D your way to... To, to happiness. Uh, it's cool. It's really good. And I think people will dig it. It's actually a little scarier than I usually go for, but um, yeah. I don't know. Well, this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Yeah, this is Halloween. And I'm going to play it on stream on Monday for my uh, Frog Pants Play stream so people can see more of it. Oh, what time is your Frog Pants? Now we've got an announcement too to make if you didn't already hear. Uh, now we can stream both on Twitch and YouTube in various locations at the same time so you can get the content where you are yeah uh and scott you're gonna be streaming this game on monday what time do you do those frog pants well plays? i just started last week was a little bit weird on the time because i had to do it that time but from now on right. f- moving forward it'll be from 3 to 5 p.m mountain time so that's okay. uh what time's that your time five to five seven yes. two yeah, five seven, to seven right. your time we did math so yeah. i'm doing uh yeah three to five two hour streams lots of indies um just needed to settle on a new time i've had a hard time yeah. locking that down lately so that's what we're doing yeah i usually stream at 6 p.m eastern time so i'll probably be raiding in on you myself and coming in and going hey scott what you doing I come on in too. can i play this game come join me brian that'd totally be great with it. anyway totally that game's cool it. brian what'd you get up to i know you got a new headset tell people oh. why we should all be jealous of your hot news oh headset. so i went and you don't have to be jealous you also can go get yourself a meta quest 3 which is what i picked up this uh one of those uh meta headset things i have the first one and the second one and i said hey why not the third one because i was super excited this one has full color pass through unlike the first two where it only had the black and white pass through that's when you can see uh, usually you can, they, you can activate it like by double tapping the headset or you can turn it on to be on, uh, for most of the time. And you can see what's going on around you through the front facing cameras, yeah. which, uh, which is way cool. If you're thinking about doing stuff with like AR, you know, Apple announced their big thing this, uh, past year and they're trying to get to that 
point as well. And this quest is kind of like that little half step, really inexpensive at $4.99 for the 128. I don't know why they went 128 and 512. I wish they just said like a 512 and a terabyte. Do that. Yeah. That so, but I don't know why they did a big gap. But I I know that I mostly play uh retro games on mine because I got to revisit my favorite uh application uh for the uh, MetaQuest and that is Emu VR project. Um, it's an amazing project where you kind of land yourself in this 90s era bedroom with uh, where you have you can interact with all the retro consoles, you know, 16 bit, 8 bit, all those consoles. And you can literally use retro arch within it to watch it on a virtualized CRT. Mm. That's exciting, especially uh, the re- one of the reasons why I went ahead and did this is because we're doing light gun games this week. And I knew they, they have support for light gun games. And they recently added in the last nine months or so some new gun models. So I'm pretty stoked. I didn't get to get that deep because I'm going to talk more about how difficult it is to emulate light guns at home. Mm. It ain't easy. Mm. I would. Not I don't know. I didn't know that it was uh, hard. Well, it's a lot harder based on what I, what you told me about you jumping around with that Wiimote. Sounds like yes. things are harder than, than it used to be, which is a bummer because there's a ton of these and it'd be great if we could play them easier, right? Yes, right, exactly. It'd be much better, but, you know, but it is kind of one of those things and we'll get into more of this. It is kind of one of those things. Is an arcade-like gun shooter really just best experienced at the arcade because it's just like head and shoulders above anything that you get at home. Yeah. It's so immersive at the arcade. So is it even worth trying to recreate that situation at home? Yeah, we're going to talk great, about that. It's today. a great question. There's lots of things you can do with your yeah. mice. And, you know, you can, it feels kind of cheaty to play these games with mice, which is what I had to do because I was not going to do what you did, which is go right. create. Like you're an insane person, and I'm glad you are because someone needed to try that. But I couldn't go through right. all that hoopty do. Uh, look at that. Yeah, look at you with your, your little white look gun. That. Look at that thing. See my little perfect shot. I have a blue one and uh, an orange one, which are two of the classic colors. This is a Nyko uh, Wiimote gun. You know, it's just a piece of plastic that essentially you put your Wiimote into, and it's mm-hmm. got a little trigger that pulls the front-facing trigger on the Wiimote, which is kind of almost light gun-esque, but it uses an IR sensor. Yeah, after uh, the sensor. So it's not quite like a regular light gun because it's got all this up and down motion because you're shooting at a bar and not like at a point to point where it's refracting off the screen and giving you exact and accurate information. So it's a half step. And uh, I tried an actual uh, um, um, sensor from a Wii that you're having to use or something else. So that's a great question. I'm using, I ordered something, I believe skits recommended this. It is a dolphin light bar by Mayflash. I have several Mayflash adapters, which allow you to hook up your N64 controllers and different types of controllers through USB into your PC or Mac and allows you to use those controllers in emulation. So this is the Mayflash Dolphin Bar, which allows you to use the Wiimote uh, without having to pair it through Bluetooth. It allows you, which is great because the Bluetooth method is a pain in the ass because yeah. I tried that. Uh, but it allows you to use it essentially like a mouse. So, you know, you're playing the light gun games, like you said, with a mouse, which most light gun games ported to home use either a controller or mouse type setup. Yeah. And so this works perfectly into that. It's kind of like it pretends to be a light gun. It's not It's not nearly as stable as a light gun because you ever use one of these sensor bar things it kind of has a little bit of jitter to it yeah so it's not 100 percent super fast or as accurate sure but it's a good nice nice half step you know they already had the wii mote here i think the little plastic gun is probably like pff, maybe 15 dollars. so pretty low entry you can get some modern light guns 
I think it's the Sidian Pro. Is that how, how you say it? I can't remember. Sidian um, Pro? I have no idea. Yeah, there's there's a do-yourself kit, and there's also the Sidian Pro, which I believe that's I'm thinking I may be I may be butchering that. Um, but it's a true modern light gun because you can't shoot modern screens with an old style light gun because that doesn't work because of the timing. So, right. Right. Um, so without spending a ton of money, which I kind of did because I bought a thirty dollar light sensor bar, but I already had the Wiimote. So hmm, you know. As opposed to the hundred dollars or sure. twenty dollars due to the other stuff. Yeah, well, that's cool yeah. though, man. You figured out a yeah. way to do some shit, and you got a MetaQuest three. What else are you going to do with your life? This is amazing. It's great. The bad thing is, yeah, <laughs> the there's terrible a bad thing. thing is, uh-huh. I had a friend today. They're like, "Oh, dude, you're so lucky you got the MetaQuest three. And I'm like, "Yeah, I am." I said, "I've only got to play with it like for thirty minutes, and it's uh. like." I've got so much to I want to do with it, but I've got so many things scheduled this weekend and all the way to next weekend. It's almost, why did I order it now? I should have just waited because now it's, uh, is it worse to have it in hand and go, I can't play you right now? Yeah. Or is it, you know, should I just wait it until I could play it and then ordered it? I don't know. Mm, it's, that's it's, a lot. It almost makes me angry to have it sitting here. Yeah. Because you're, like, ah. you're like, damn it, I got this. I paid $500 for it. I really should be using it. Yeah. I want to use it now. Yeah. I need to get a hold of uh, of a three. I think. I think I need to do it. I I think the price. I think for what it does, I think the three is. is I liked it when it was two ninety nine, but I understand why there are more. Yeah, there's a lot more going yeah. on with this thing. Well, the fact. Okay, at two ninety nine, I really wasn't actually that excited about getting it because it meant that I had to buy fifty dollar VR games that most were very short, like mm. light gun games. Most VR games are usually pretty short, yeah. and uh, that was a lot of money to spend. But now they've got the Oculus, the 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 not Oculus, the the Quest Plus or whatever it is. Um, now I have a ongoing stream of video games I can play. You know, every month for a seven ninety nine fee, mm-hmm. it fits in the, with the rest of the way I game, and yeah. so it works for me. Yeah. Well, that's all Plus, you need. Yes, works for me. All right, that's all you need. You need something that works for you. Oh boy, I had all that and all of that frustration built up in me that just I didn't know I had to get it out. And I appreciate you people listening to me. And I especially appreciate the people who came last Monday to watch me set up for the first time the light gun stuff. It was not a pretty scene. Really? I was very angry. What, what, what? <laughs> were you you were a little frustrated at yeah? Like it was I was uh, a little frustrated. It was two hours of not playing games. Huh. It was two hours of trying to understand. The, get my mind around the concepts, not even actually trying to execute, just getting my mind around the concepts mm. of what was needed to be done. Yeah. But you knew, you knew what you were getting into there, man. Like that just sounds like, I don't do I, because every week we do this as well. Hi, yeah. welcome to play retro show. Every week we order up a hot plate of retro goodness that we hope the following week will be an amazing meal uh, to present to you. That's true. And it seems like some weeks I order, you know, the special and it comes out and it's eight plates. And I'm like, Oh my God, I ordered way too much. And that's kind of how I feel about this week's light gun game stuff. I'm like, I ordered, I ordered a really big plate. I've got to put this in a doggy bag and retro play it again later. I can hear, uh, it sounds like there's a football, like, like playoffs, uh, game in your other room. going. So you, you just missed out. I can go, I can run, tell them to shut. No, 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 you're fine. You're all good. I just uh, wonder what's going on. What's going on over there. So it's Friday night. It's Friday night. Audra. I'm sorry. Zoe is in the marching band and they've, they've come home for just a couple of minutes. Uh, and then they're going to head out 
and do the marching band thing. So I have about eight kids from the marching band who all probably have hearing problems at this point, yep. uh, yelling and screaming in my house. They all have to yell. They've all got a, you know, a libido to go, go. They're just, <laughs> they're ready to roll. <laughs> oh, real quick. I almost forgot to tell you, look what I got. I got a, uh, Xbox, Dude. uh, series two elite controller. And the reason I did this is they were on sale on walmart.com had them off off like for 50 bucks off. And Dang, they're normally that like is awesome. I hate I missed it. That that's that looks. I I've been meaning to get one. Yeah, amazing. I really like it. It's hefty. It feels like industrial as hell. They're already make pretty tough it's, controllers. But it's got the back paddles too, right? Doesn't yeah, it have the back paddles. You put in those, those back. I don't use them, but they go there. You can also adjust the throw of your sticks or of your uh, your triggers. Yeah, so if you're like, oh, I wanted to be closer and more of a button, you can totally do that. I keep them in the mid range. It's just about right for me. Um, the right. D pad is like this weird metallic thing that I thought was going to be weird to use, but it's actually kind of awesome. Right. Um, I really, really like this thing and I can, you know, think, pick it up, take it wherever I want, use it on my PC, use it on my Xbox, yeah. whatever I want to do. There it is. You know, that's great. The, the paddles are great for like shifting and racing games, like retro racing games. I love doing that. Yeah. And I also like, uh, I kind of wished a little bit when I was playing a few of these games, like, uh, the house of the dead to this, this week, I was like, man, if I could have used the trigger for one and then had like a reload, mm. that would kind of give me that feeling that on a paddle, I think that would make me feel. Yeah. It's uh, a little more satisfied. tactical or tact up. Uh, yeah. What's the word? Not tactical. Right. Am I going to get in trouble for making these, this symbol for too long? Yeah. That right there think? is you've already it's like three, three different signs. Yeah. Right here, three different like. LA gangs are coming after, you now. <laughs> what did he say? Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. I'm going to kick his ass. I've, straight from the underground, they'll say. I don't know. Right. Don't want to get any trouble with any gangs. Thanks, Tupac. Uh, thanks, Tupac. You're the best. Hey, uh, let's move on to our actual topic today. Let's do it. Here it comes. Shall we play a game? We are going to talk about the retro light gun horror games of our youth from the uh, controversial 1986 game Chiller. I can't even believe that game exists, to be honest. It's I don't know how Amnesty International, which is the watchdog for that's the watchdog for the torture stuff, right? That's yeah. don't they like watch out for stuff like that? I think so. I can't believe they weren't all on this because they were they were like heavy in 86. You would think they've been like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I would have thought that. they would have somebody would have said something because that game is whew, even today, whew. even with those shitty old graphics, that thing freaks me out. <laughs> But we'll talk about that. You can also talk about aliens and stuff in Area 51. We played an ad for that earlier. Uh, Stuff like Carnival. We'll talk about that. And we'll talk about the House of the Dead, too, because we have to, because that thing has uh, amazing characters and some of the worst dialogue in video game history. And I I love that. Evil level Jill or worse. worse. Yeah, it is. It uses that idea of if you capture a bunch of small segments of sound bites and then we can program it any way we want to. And it all sounds very stiff. Yeah. G. Yeah. Stiff G. Stiff anyway, G. G for poor G dude. He was just trying to poor help. G. Just trying to get it done. I feel bad He's for trying G. To, yeah. Just, I don't want to die too bad. G you're out. Yeah. You're out here, but uh, we'll make sense. That'll all make sense here in a minute. When we get to Goldman and G and all these stupid characters <laughs> from that otherwise pretty fun light shooter game. Um, We're going to start, though, with Chiller. This is this weird thing from uh, 1986, and I remember this in arcades. I remember one arcade got rid of it because they got complaints from parents. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. I never played this, never saw it, did not know anything about it until this past week. I didn't even know light gun horror games went back all the way to 1986 because most of them 
worked about 10 years later. But yeah, yeah. this dude, it is insane. Yeah, it's something else. Um, if I can get to the damn screen, here we go. Yeah, it, uh, it is, um, you know, of its era, it looks old. Um, <laughs> but the idea is that you take this mounted shotgun and you yeah. start blasting away at these people in these like medieval torture rooms. And oh man, look, the head just got lopped off that person. There's like a half naked oh, yeah. lady it's, all it's strapped your, it, in. Yeah, warning, warning, trigger warning to anybody this week. I'll yeah. go ahead and tell you now. There's there's images of torture. There's uh, you're playing as uh, a someone they don't describe or say what why, but you're you're shooting the flesh and faces off uh, off people who are being on torture racks and stuff in the first couple of levels before you start shooting zombies and ghouls. But when you start, yeah, you have to you have to destroy these people in a time frame. You have to do it. Yeah. And there's a bunch of little things, almost like hidden object a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. Bugs will crawl out of things. You want to hit those. There's a face that appears in the in the uh, back windowsill. You got to try, try to shoot that face. So it's not just the torture victims laying there. You're yeah, we got we got people get we got a guy in a in in like a, a grape press. His head's getting grape pressed, right? We got a yeah. we got a lady. She's kind of like in a couple of stand some kind of stand up straps that are covering her 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 nether regions. And there's yeah. a guy. He's all stretched, almost like in a rack. And you just got to shoot them all in the face and shoot their flesh off. Yeah, Ugh, somebody somebody had a time making this game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That that would be that exity people that were about to exit from the stage because at this point, when I was reading interviews about the development of this game and why they made this game, they pretty much just had, it's just like, uh, they, they were the same people who did the, uh, uh, the, the one, what's the, what's the one when you score points for running over people, uh, what's the name of that movie? Postal. What's it? Postal. No, 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 no. This is based on that 70s movie with, oh, what's his face? Oh, my God. Why am I forgetting it? Anyway. Oh, Stephen King that, thing? The, the Christine? No, no, not even close. Not uh, even close. Uh, I'm not describing it at all. Where maximum you people, maximum race, overdrive. Death race. Maximum, death race. Oh, death I had race. To say the, I had to say the things that were happening in the movie to remember <laughs> that it was death race. Hilarious. <laughs> There's death. And there's racing. Yeah. It's death race. Death race. All right. So anyway, sure. Uh, they they were they were failing, floundering a little bit. This was right after the video game crash, and so they was kind of like, eh, let's cause some controversy. And so you know what they did? Mm. They did just that. They uh they they put people on torture racks, yep. and you had to shoot them. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, but later this whole ghost bit that we're looking at now, and you're shooting skulls and werewolves and creating you know mayhem in a hallway. It looks like a Scooby Doo hallway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, you know, it's an extension of the old fashioned shooting gallery stuff. You do at a fair and it's a single screen. We're not scrolling or zooming in or opening doors or anything. It's just Mm -hmm. shit. We'll cross the screen. Your job is to shoot it, get as many points as you can. They call it the monster meter. Uh, and and there's all, there's, there's a a creepy uh, sound going on the whole time. (laughs) Here, I'll play some of this here. I nailed it. You did nail it. It's really an it's, annoying sound. Uh, it's just, is this like you said? Is is horror? Is fair level horror shooting gallery kind of stuff? And I think when I was listening to the uh, to the when they were talking about the developers and the interviews and stuff, they were talking about they had to they had to make a game that could capture a person's attention within the thir- first 30 seconds, which was typical of arcade games anyway. But this was a mandate that was like, we're about to go out of business. If y'all don't find a game 
that can generate something, yeah. we in trouble. Yeah. And they was in trouble anyway. So they were XD in trouble. Was, oh, this this yeah. this lady actually has breasts. That's no good. Yes. Uh in the final of the four stages from the torture to the torture to the uh, shooting gallery in the hallway yeah. to the graveyard. In the graveyard, that's when you get the big payoff of shooting the lady this buried up to her waist. You shoot her and her shirt pops off. Then you shoot her again. Her bra pops off. Yeah. And then you shoot her again. She disappears. She just dies. Uh, yeah. yeah. Don't forget about death walking around back there with. A, oh, yeah. He's got a baby, wheelbarrow. Maybe dead year. Cleaning He's people gonna- up. It's so stupid. <laughs> but here's the thing. It uh, my I only I think I maybe played this once back when it was a thing. I was in right. high school or junior high, maybe. No high school. It was 86. And uh, I remember being a little bit shocked by it. But yeah. you think that's that's no big deal here in the states. In the UK, they banned it. It's the first yeah. uh first arcade game due to its mm. gore and nudity, unquote, that was banned in the UK. Uh the monitor right. itself was hidden deep inside the machine and the gameplay displayed on a mirror. They were like not good enough. We don't care how you try to hide it. We don't care if you put <laughs> stickers on this. Here in we the don't UK, care how far away yeah. you try to make it it's just how it is. Yeah, they always talk it's about always how funny. we're the Puritans over here, but I swear the UK bans shit more than we do. Oh, oh, they're way, especially with violence, they're way more quick to to do that kind of stuff than yeah. than we are. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I, you that. know what? I mean, I look at this main screen here where you're shooting the the people who are just clearly they're not meant to be here. <laughs> yeah, these are yeah. victims. It it's pretty harsh. Like you're like, okay, I guess I'm shooting these people. Uh, I don't know. Like, I still am not into censorship at all, like play it or don't play it. But I, I could see why right. this would be a concern for parents. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's very, it's, you know, I mean, imagine if you had been tortured on Iraq and then somebody came along and made this game. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it does seem it usually when you play in a video game, you at least play is someone who has redeeming values. Whereas in this case, you're the actual torturer you're a or horrible person in this. Yeah. yeah. You're a terrible person. You're terrible. You're shooting the flesh. I mean, yeah. you're not just, it'd be one thing if it's like, put the, put the tortured out of their misery and you got to headshot them. Yeah. But you're not doing that. You no. got to like tear their flesh off and everything else. And it's just like, yeah, you've got to literally, you right. have to torture them. And there are other things in the place, torturing them. I just, I just saw an alligator bite that lady's foot off and that, you know, Oh yeah. You got to You got to shoot. Uh, there's the, in the second uh, level, you got to shoot this, this, uh, wheel that this crank that lowers this person into the alligator blood river, yeah. you know, like you do in the eighties game chiller. It's like a, uh, it's like a Clive Barker game, kind of. Yeah, it really is. All yeah. these light guns we'll talk about today—they're all very super short. Uh, but you can win any of these games by just pumping enough quarters in it. Because I proved just that oh, yeah. by going through all of these games. Quickly. Yeah, we—I think we—I think it's not tied to the ones we're talking to or about today. But the Terminator game that came out in right. the early mid '90s, whatever it was, it was after Terminator Two. Right. Um, that light gun game where you had an actual rifle was really good and we played that long enough with enough quarters that we ended up beating it in the arcade and i think that may be the first let me think about that for a second aside from mario brothers super mario brothers the original side-scrolling arcade version of super mario brothers that might be the first game i ever beat in an arcade and the second was that terminator game but most arcade games i'm not putting enough money in them to beat them right no i think maybe the morbid curiosity of hey where the hell is this going? <laughs> it's why I would kept yeah. I kept playing. I'm like, okay, all right. Where's what's what's going to happen next? This is so freaking weird. Yeah. But uh, I, I this is the first one I was actually able to get my 
it took me almost three days to get my Wiimote slash Dolphin Bar in mode two, which is a uh, mouse game mode mm-hmm. in retro arch using game focus mode using MAME uh, 0.27, I think, or something. And it was a very specific set of things I had to do. Mm. But you to got make there. it work. Yeah. But I got there. And once I did, it was way more fun shooting people uh, with the light gun than it was doing it with the controller because I tried a little bit with the controller. Controller is really hard, um, too too hard and kind of laborious. And the mouse is such a cheat. Mouse Just is like, cheating. All you do is pointing and clicking. Yep, point and it's click. a point and click game and it's way too easy with a mouse. I recommend not yeah. doing that. I mean, if it's the only way you have and you're not crazy like Brian and you're not going to spend seven hours trying to figure out why your sensor bar doesn't work or whatever. If you, <laughs> if you're willing to not go that far, then I guess a mouse is okay to get a taste, yeah. but I would not but recommend way, playing through them like that. The way to play these really is to go to an arcade. This way you don't need to play anywhere. You can just freaking watch the videos like we just showed or go to YouTube and watch them. But man, placing that, that gun against your shoulder. Cause this has like a shotgun type of setup on yeah, the dude. arcade machines. I saw, yeah. you know, and you just, you put that shoulder rest up and it's the, the gun is mounted and you just got to like, you know, rotate around and, do, 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 and just like, just go to town. That's such a amazing tactile feeling that, that you just don't get from home light guns. Even though I know there's some pretty good experiences. This ain't, that great and yeah. luckily you don't have to reload on this one i don't think there's no reloading on this one unlike the other games we're going to talk about and you say that plastic casing was like 15 that seems high oh yeah that it, it well i realize I it's not a lot of money i, I but think for... it was 15 but that's how most of these were like the steering little plastic steering wheel oh yeah you know it's just because it's nyco it's just fairly decent it's quality plastic you know it's it's durable uh it's it does have you know it's got the nunchuck wiring through it, so you can hook a nunchuck to the to the bottom of it. So I mean, it's more than just a piece of plastic. It's got you know heft to it. You know, it's not. There's cheaper ones out there. For oh, sure. I bet there are. Yeah, yeah. Is there but a big market? Good. Is there a big market for people trying to solve the the problem of modern televisions and how they can work with guns and stuff? There is a large enough market that there is projects out there yeah. trying to solve this problem. Mm. So. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. see if they solve it, I guess, you know. Right. And it's, it's mostly being pushed by nostalgic. It's like, oh, man, I wish I could play it like it used to be played. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so yeah, it's there. There's 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 people out there doing it. I was, I'm excited. I want to go back and finish all these. And I can because they're so short. Yeah. You're, you're not going to have everything set up. Your world is cut out for you, man. You've got it. Mm-hmm. It's all there for you. It's for the taken. Um, we're going to talk now about a game that I think a lot of you are going to remember. All right. Area 51 was a big deal for light gun shooters in the arcade. Probably one of the more memorable, certainly one of the more popular. It was kind of midway at their peak. And mm. uh, they, uh, Atari and Midway, uh, together on this one, made Area 51. Yes, because Atari was about to sell. Yep. Sell. Sell. Sell completely out at that point. Um, this game was weird in that the... I love this army guy. The, the people in it and uh, the, the creatures, for that matter, are... It's all 2D, but they're like mocap, uh, Mortal Kombat style mocap. Uh, Even better than Mortal Kombat. It's like it's full motion. It's fluid. You, you, you can see Marcus on screen. He's he's uh, with the star command uh, and he's he's always like telling you where to go. This is all on rails, by the way. This is on rail shooters. Oh, so it's on rail as hell. You don't, yeah, there's yeah no. you don't. You just you clear a screen and then this the, the camera moves you to the next area. And sometimes Marcus or one of your other 
uh, star team members will jump up and point you in the direction you're going in and you'll accidentally shoot them. Don't want to do that. Yeah. And if you were lucky, you might you might find one of these games where it would say shoot to the left cave or the right cave to decide which cave to go down. Oh, yeah. But that's about as much choice as you had as, as to where you're heading in these games. You just kind of follow yeah, the th- tracks. In this one, I believe they impl- uh, implemented the uh, first like I guess like the first five or maybe even 10 minutes of the game um, when you're out in the airfield part before you really get onto the base. And then they they got like a quick jump through so you can jump to the next area. So there's your two choices. Start at the beginning or start at the jump point. If you start at the jump point, the difficulty level is harder because there's more uh, enemies on screen. So if if you've already played the first part, you don't have to like play up to that part again. So yeah. you just, just yeah. kind of fast travel to it. What was the, uh, what that. wasn't the, the, um, oh, I can't think of the name of the band now. Steven Tyler, uh, um, Aerosmith, <laughs> the Aerosmith, Aerosmith game. Yes. Didn't that use essentially just used what they did here. It was new stuff to right. shoot, but it was, it was like this technology mocap of the yeah. actors, pre-rendered 19, uh, stuff and all that mid 1990s was having a moment with with light guns and in motion capture putting putting these devices uh that had multimedia where you could capture real stuff no longer did you have to worry about you know trying to figure out what a sprite level uh, aerosmith looked like you could yeah. just go get aerosmith yeah, right exactly just go get them you just go get them you go get steven tyler you don't wait for him to right. come to you um this game was cool in that it uh I thought the pacing was maybe one of the best of these of this type. Um, so good, really a, at a clip. Running, that that's your team member. She will just jauntily run past you. With by the way, with a really low cut revealing shirt. Just she'll just oh yeah, run, run yeah. zombies. Yep, zombies. Don't shoot me. And if you did, you'd, yeah, you know you you'd die or you'd lose a point. You'd have to get ready to put more quarters in it. But it had a really good right. pacing to it. It just felt like you never stopped moving. The environments were always interesting. There was always some weird zombie soldier guy to kill. Yeah, and there they're was, always going. Rrr, yep. rrr. And there were barrels to blow up, and you know all that kind of crap, which I'm a big fan they, of. Blow they up were uh, they were aliens and zombies primarily that you were shooting hiding hiding behind crates at this area 51 where all the weirdness is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's tons of of explosive barrels you want to shoot and blow up. You don't necessarily have to clear all enemies out of an area before they move you forward. Like you said, the pacing is really good because it keeps moving you along. Some of these games, you have to clear the whole screen before you can move on. This is on rail shooter where they just keep pushing you forward. You have, to just, you have to kill a certain amount of things or take a certain amount of damage before you move on. Yes. But you don't have to clear everything. That's true. Screen. Sometimes you can go right past a dude. Sometimes you have to take the three guys out before it'll move again. Right. So right. it was a, enough variability there that it made it feel dynamic mm-hmm. and almost like it was new every time, even though it was very much pre-written. Yeah, pre-written um, on rails. You got zombies and aliens flopping, flying down off just everywhere you can think of, hiding behind yeah. everything, coming down from the ceiling. Every bit of this screen is is used. And these had, I, I think, I want to say the one I played, I'm not sure if this was true of all of these, the Area 51s. We had, I had the pistol uh, the pistol gun yeah. to this one. And this one does require reloading, which can kind of be a pain in the butt. Well, it's because you have to game. shoot off screen to reload, right? Yeah. This yeah. one's a, this one's an off screen shooter. So you, you're shooting for a little while. You can play two player if you want to, or you can dual wield, throw, mm-hmm. in, throw in a bunch of yeah. coins, dual wield. Both those scores are mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a fun way to do it. Um, or, you know, but you didn't have to shoot off, you know, in, uh, in, in 
reload. But there are power ups in the games where you can uh, have like double ammo clip, which I think you only can keep for so long uh, before you die. These games are arcade games. They're designed for you to die after a certain amount of time. Yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna escape it. There's gonna be cheap hits. You're definitely gonna die. If anything, it you're, reminds me of old school entertainment at at like you know crappy uh i don't know it's like local fairs and stuff like you would have yeah. shooting galleries try to hit all the balloons here are these ducks get as many as you can <laughs> like it is really just an extension of that it's much cooler that's very visual it's yes. got a lot of sound and everything but at the end of the day these thrills are kind that's of based it. on an old school way of getting yeah the the light gun has been around way before we ever played any of these in, in the arcades there's and the carnival level light gun stuff but it's still that tactile feeling this is still something we all seem to enjoy it's, yep. it's it's a lot of fun yep and uh this one i this one i loved i played it all the way to the end which is like another one, one oh you beat like it tell minutes. me so uh uh yeah. tell me what happens at the very end because i have no memory of any of this do you do you yeah, know so you probably never played the end like me i never. No, i did back in the one. arcade i i we beat this game but i don't you remember how game. it ended i think it ended so it's it's kind of anticlimactic the the very end to end is uh you just you you're shooting a, a spaceship little ufo is floating it's got uh object spots on it that you have to shoot uh and zombies are constantly mm. spawning uh, trying to shoot you, so you got to take care of them, and also shoot uh, specific hot spots on the spaceship until you blow it all up, and then it it flies off, uh, and you've won, and it starts mm. over again. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's kind of anticlimactic, but it's it's a man. It is a, it once you get to that when you get to that end screen, I was pouring quarters in mm. because there's just there's just so much going on, so much shooting. Yeah, um, and the first time I played it. I didn't have my dolphin bar that I was using with this light gun sensor. I didn't have it turn to mode two. Mm. I had it in mode one. The difference is every time you hit the trigger, there's a pause. So I didn't realize that. So when I was playing this game, I was getting very frustrated because I would shoot and then it would like it would it would pause the mouse movement every time I would shoot. So it was really hard to shoot. But then once I turned, I was like, oh, turn it to mode two, and I'm like this killing it because i didn't got good at being bad yeah so i was like when it got then it was like super easy at that point i was like ah, ha, ha. <laughs> and uh ran them aliens right off of area 51 screw those guys screw those guys my dad is a huge gray alien fan and i is was kind of debating on this game i i almost i was like should we do area 51 like gun is a horror game because it's kind of more action because it's got aliens but it does have zombies now this is a point in time in 1995, where Marvel still owned the trademark name Zombies. Mm. So really? I didn't you know You couldn't that. really call them Zombies. Yeah, it was like 90. Did they finally lose the trademark they had from like the 60s to about uh, mid-90s sometime? Then they lost the the, the trademark. Yeah. Uh, and so, so yeah, a lot of people don't know. They do go, what? Marvel had the trademark to Zombies? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if these were really called Zombies at this point in 95. But I called them Zombies because they were they were sick and pale looking and rah, rah, you know, that, that kind of, they didn't like to have any intelligence to them other than just, you know, kill death. Yeah. Which but that's kind of what you did. It's a zombie, right? That's what zombies give you. Yeah. I mean, as is, there's a, a tighter definition, I'm sure, but it's got the traits of the zombie that they, they have no, 
they're driven by a single need, right? That's kind of the primary trait of a zombie, N- a never ending single need, whether it be brains or, you know, flesh, whatever it is, they yeah. just have a single purpose. Well, I got another single purpose here, and that is a game called Crypt Killer. This was a Konami game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yes, 1995. This is a game I never got to play, never saw it. Mm -hmm. Had a friend who thought it was the greatest thing in the world. He lived in Phoenix and used to go to this place and spend all his money on Crypt Killer. And I used to say, well, what's the big deal with Crypt Killer? And he was like, there's so much variation. There's so much stuff and depth and everything. (laughs) So I played a bit of this with a mouse, mind you, Yeah. this week. And um, I get it. It's all right. It's kind of just more of uh, what we, you know, it's graphical instead of, uh, uh, you know, the sprites and stuff in the game or in this thing are not people being captured like Midway style, but it's all right. It does the trick. Yeah, it's more, this one's more in the line. So we've dealt with like, you know, torture elements, ghosts, ghouls. Then we dealt with some aliens of space zombies. And here we're dealing with uh, like more like universal monster kind of. Uh, B-movie grade mermen type things and mummies and ghouls. There's a lot of variation uh, in this game. Your friend is right with that. And there's a lot of, instead of being like an on-rail where you go in one direction, this thing kind of almost is nauseating in the fact that you're you're going up and down. The shift to the side and side is really annoying to me. I I didn't like that. I found that to be yeah. too much, but also I understand why in an arcade that might be compelling because it's, you know, it's challenging. You're standing there with a gun, you know, it's more amusing for your amusement. <laughs> you're at the amusement park. Yeah. You're sorts. trying to be amused, but I think at home yes. that would drive me crazy after a while. Um, so yeah, I and this is like the one of the first, this is one of the first ones that we've looked at uh, that has enemies throwing objects at you that you have to, uh, you have to, or, can shoot out of the air so yeah this has more of a a depth so i'm sure i can understand where your friend is coming from it's got that variation you're not just shooting things that are popping up you're also having things thrown at you sure the area 51 had a few things but this one has a lot and the most amazing thing about this game Mm. is the the audio the audio atmosphere that was created with it because there's this guy in the beginning yeah who's kind of telling you something but it's like the first day of work yeah. It's like the, he's like a low talker and you're like, you're like, oh shit, what did he just say? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't catch all that because the music's kind of loud. We talked about how the mix sound mixing is music's really loud. And this guy's all talking like this. And yeah. you know, he's, he's giving you this real whispery, quiet, low talk thing. And you just know you've missed something. You know, he's saying is like he the floating head guy. It's the floating head guy, right? The, yeah, yeah, it's floating head guy. He's like, he's yeah. probably saying something really good. Like, don't go into the tombs. And if you do shoot him in the crotch <laughs> and you're like, you're, you're like, oh shit, what'd he say? I missed it. What'd he, yeah. oh crap, I'm going to lose for sure. Yeah. Once oh, again, the nine, the nineties are always this, are always proving to us that they are behind the game in terms of uh, sound design and sound mixing. They yeah. just are not yeah. good at it. Now, some of that may be creepy and well done, but for the most part, I couldn't hear that that guy talk. He was, yeah, they, he was barely audible. Audio, like, I think so. Like let, me, let me play what I got here. I think I may have it. Let's see. That's later. Great soundtrack. Be careful. Oh, that's just you talking. Yeah, at some point, um, there's that floating head. I don't think I capped it. I may have been because the sound mixing was so weird. I could barely make is, out what he said. Yeah, he. It, I think there's also text on the screen. There's so much going on. 
Um, up to three players, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I think these were all like, once again, pistols that you would use. I think if I, I looked up the arcade versions of each one of these games, uh, it was an off screen reload too, I believe. Um, they show but, it as a man. they show it as a shotgun on screen, but I think you're right. It Maybe. was pistols. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's a pump action shotgun. Of course, you couldn't have if if it was an arcade game, you couldn't have three. That'd be one big ass screen. Oh my gosh, three yeah. uh, pump action guns on there. Yeah, and oh, since I that. never saw this Ray one, Harry House and Skeleton. Oh, oh, there, there's the guy. There's but the having guy. but having it? never seen this, I didn't. You know, I didn't know what to. I had no idea what to expect here. Like right. I, I knew Konami had made some shooters. Most of them were kind of static, like um, enforced, mm-hmm. lethal enforcers and, you know, military-based stuff and all that. This was a, this was a surprise to mess around with yeah. this one. So. And it's not necessarily a straight-up horror game. Once again, this one barely made the cut because it's mostly just eerie and kind of just creep because you're going through crypts, right? But you can play this on the PlayStation if you, if you don't have the arcade version. It's, it's fine because by the time you get to the PlayStation... Yeah, it's pixel perfect for the most part. And they had those it's enforcer not, guns. Those were good. Yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if I would. I, I certainly wouldn't. I wouldn't seek this out. But if it came across an arcade, I would definitely pump in some quarters. But um, I can't say that. It. I can't really say this one blew me away or anything. It was because <laughs> it's got. Oh, he's got um, a flamethrower now. That's cool. I don't remember yeah, seeing that. But okay. I, I, I did enjoy it, though. Yeah, it's a good time. Konami yeah. makes video games, guys, it turns out. They Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Look what we've done. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, so that's that. Now, let's get to some of my favorite things in the world. Uh, House of the Dead 2 from 1998 on the Sega AM1 AM hardware mm-hmm. is one of my favorite games in the arcade, not because or it's the good. A- yeah, the A1 team. Yeah, yeah the A1 team. I thought it was hardware too. No, they name the hardware. Uh, I think it's the Naomi board, right? Isn't that? Oh, the, you're right. You're right. Actually, I th- I think. always mix that up and say when yeah. I hear AM1 or AM2, I go, "Oh, that's yeah, a that's board the, thing," but it's not. It's yeah, the that's team. the that's the development team. They're they're the the first team. Yeah, first AM2 team. is the team that would do like Virtua Fighter and all that. AM1, this and other things. But anyway, right. it has some of the cheesiest, worst dialogue in the history of video games and brian i'd like to share a little with you if you don't mind delicious dialogue is what you mean to say yeah i'll tell you what i'll put up some videos so that people at home can see the game running while we play this audio uh let's do this first this is just regular gameplay audio we're meeting g over there what All right, you get the idea. Cheese ball I'm opening. S- We're I'm so over glad there. they subtitled that guy because I could not understand a word that flying gargoyle was saying. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> he didn't. Even, he barely talked. Now, that's nothing. Let me play some actual <laughs> audio. 
That's nothing. That is nothing. Yeah, buckle up. Yeah. Put your light guns in your holsters. Buckle up, people. We're about to get some bad. That's right. These are all my favorite Goldman lines, and the Goldman is the bad guy in this game. Right. He's sort of like, he's he's responsible for this mess, and he just sucks. And you're trying to take him down and whatever he's working on. Here's what he had to say lots of times in this game. Dogs of the AMS. Time they made a move. It's been a while, hasn't it? My friends from the AMS, it's me, Goldman. Everything's set. All we need to do is wait. (laughs) People of the AMS, I am Goldman. I don't care if you people try to get in my way or not. In time, you'll find out who's right. (laughs) This is a present from me to you. Look at your left. Our emperor shall awaken soon. Hurry, friends. You've come. Friends. The door of fate shall open. I've been waiting for you, friends. Goldman, do you know what you're doing? I'm fully aware of what I'm doing. Can't you see? Man committed a sin, disturbing the life cycle of nature. The original sin that man is responsible to. To protect the life cycle. I have made a creature to rule over mankind. This is the final battle. Show yourself. Our new ruler, the Emperor! Friends, it is not over yet. Is that all you have to say? In time, a successor will come. Farewell, friends. Goodbye, Goldman. <laughs> Bye, Goldman. Goodbye, Goldman. <laughs> there was only one there was only one note from the director. Enunciate. Yeah. See? Everything else is secondary. Use your big boy words. Okay. Yes. We will take over this play. Like, it is amazing. The voice lines in that thing, the fact that they made it into the arcade and people could play it and hear that shit out loud is a minor miracle. I can't even believe it exists. But let's put it this way. Let's say this about that game. That game is rad and fun to play. All right? So all that cheese, all that goofy cheese ball, worth it in the end. There's a reason why this is one of the longest running series of light gun games you'll ever find because it's pretty good. It's, it's a fun mix of gameplay uh, atmosphere and the cheesy dialogue just makes it all the better. And I love the bosses. Um, I, I love fighting things that are bigger than me mm-hmm. uh, in light gun games because there's a lot of area to shoot. Uh, however, this first boss, by the way, the one that they just showed is, uh, is you have to shoot the guy hiding behind it. It's the little winged the little, gargoyle thing. Yeah. The in, yeah, unintelligible little gargoyle butthole. Imp. Yeah, he sucks. Hate that guy. But yeah, you're trying to shoot this little tiny imp uh, before, and every time you hit him, it makes this giant headless armor guy back up. Yeah, um, yeah, he's being controlled, right? Yeah, and you want to you want to try to not have him hit you, or you will die, and the game is over, and you will spend more quarters. And you must insert more coin. More coin. G. Oh, Goldman. Uh, so. <laughs> The the thing I also like about this game is uh, it it was one of the more fair ones. It didn't feel like it was trying yes. to yank me around, and I appreciated that. Made it for a better home version as well. I think. Um, yeah, and it also it's just using uh, I, I'm I didn't look into the entire Naomi system, but they use this for the Dreamcast. And so if you if you emulate this, it's final the Dreamcast. As a matter of fact, I dug around forever looking for a proper Mame version of the house of the dead too Mm-mm. and i could not find one um most people just suggested it's pretty much pixel perfect and actually has a few fixes 
that are in the Dreamcast version. So if you have like Flycast or Redream emulation or something like that, yeah. you're probably going to be better off uh, setting that up. I didn't have quite enough time to go into another emulation system outside of MAME. So I didn't get a chance to do anything other than play this with the the controller. And the controller is okay because, you know, it, it played it on the Dreamcast. It was fine. It was still fun enough that people bought this game knowing full well they didn't have a light gun. Yeah, no, exactly. My favorite yeah. version of House of the Dead is not any of the light gun games, though. It's Typing of the Dead. It's the Typing? Yeah, yeah that's so good. Everybody, People love that one. And I didn't go too deep. I didn't get too upset the fact that I didn't get to dig really deep into the House of the Dead because we're going to do a full episode. Oh, hell yeah. The House of the Dead and the Typing of the Dead. That's that's going to come eventually. Because Typing of the uh, Dead, here's a photo with a cabinet. They actually had an arcade cabinet. It's so cool. Yeah. Like most people think, oh, that's just a game I played on my PC. And you probably did here in the States. But yes. in Japan, they had a full-on cabinet with two fully working QWERTY keyboards. Isn't that crazy? And you could I mean, multiplayer it how that do you way. Freaking, how do you freaking do that? You ever been to Walmart and looked at the the computer keyboards on display, they're all missing like 20 keys. Oh, yeah. How the hell yeah. did they get away with These this? had to be pretty industrial. I mean, since I never right. saw one, I couldn't really speak to it. But even this one I'm showing on screen right now, it has some serious wear and tear on the palms down there. Right. I didn't come to the arcade to type. What the <laughs> hell is this? <laughs> and it's great because oh. the whole point of that game was to successfully shoot a zombie in the face, you had to type the word. Right. Properly yes. and quickly and spelled right uh, to do that. It was a great test of your typing acumen, really. Yeah. What do you think you're trying to do? Trying to make me a better person? Get out of here with your typing of the dead. No, yeah. It's a lot of fun. A lot of people love this game. Yeah. And, it's my uh, favorite of the reason. series, like straight up. Yeah. And it's also just yeah. weird as shit. Like who thinks of it? It is weird as shit. I love the, I love the theme. It's such a simple theme, but it's so, it's such a particular flavor for this series. Yeah. Is, is kind of addictive. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I couldn't not mention this this week, but yeah, it's so good. It's amazing. Uh, by the way, I also put Crypt Killer Arcade uh, image in, in the Discord uh, server so we could see how those light guns are. Oh, it is here. three light guns, two on one side, big old giant holsters, oh, and a giant screen where this thing looks this. arcane. That's but cool. Yeah. Here, you and two of your best friends. Look at this guy. Whoops, it didn't work. Why? Now, was there pump action on uh, on the House of the Dead to? Uh, I don't know if there was pump action or not. There definitely were shotguns. Uh, right, big, big I'm trying shotguns. to remember if you reloaded by shooting off screen or if it was one of the first the one of the pump action things, yeah, which I, I liked and don't like because that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work and it's a very expensive piece of hardware. And you know, it's yeah, it's a it's a more maintain. immersive piece, but I preferred it over shooting off screen because that just seemed dumb. Yeah, yeah, like shooting off screen reloads. What does that even that make? Especially, no sense. especially it was dangerous too. You know, many times almost hit somebody trying to yeah. <laughs> aim off. Wham! Yeah, sorry, Steve. Some of them had um, some of these games had, and they weren't all horror games, but some of them had a button on the gun that you could push to reload. There was like a side right. button, like a little click, and you'd push it with your thumb, and it would reload the gun. Yeah, Those I think that. Fun. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. You're right. There's different ways now. All the controller uh, interfaces that I've used because I kind of ran into a problem with this light gun, of course there is no reload button because there's pretty much only the trigger. Um, so if I mapped a reload, if it wasn't a shoot off the screen thing, which by the way is a little bit ganky too in this, because if you're not in game focus mode, it definitely will not shoot off screen like it's supposed to. Um, but there's no reload button. So lots of times when I was playing these, if it was a reload with a button, I just kept my keyboard in my, in my lap and I just 
map it to like uh, you know like the alt key or something. I just go chee 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 chee. Yeah, we had to get shit done this week. We couldn't mess. Yeah, and I'd put in I'd map another one right next to it for a coin insert, so I could keep playing these dumbass games because they want you to die. Yeah, they don't want you living. Nobody wants no, you they living. Do not not in these games. <laughs> Especially the game Carnival. Now, this is one I'm excited to talk about because yes. never got a chance to play it before. Played it this week. It is the most unhinged take yes. uh, from the Midway people in the horror genre. Mm-hmm. And a lot like Area 51, very similar screen layout, very similar technology being used. Lots of pre-rendered stuff popping up. A little snappier, a little yep. faster. Um, but it's zombies and haunted houses and... You know, blood I knew and guts nothing and about this game, nothing before I played it this week. And oh my God, I got to complete this one. This one is just, this reminds me of every VR game that I've played in, mo- in modern times yeah. where you got it, which by the way, VR is where a lot of these light gun kind of went to there. That's what they are now. For it. Yeah. Perfect yeah. for it. Sure. The, the controllers are even kind of made where you kind of like a forward trigger. So once you're immersed, it, it feels kind of light gunish. Yeah. And so I was like, holy shit. This is like what you see in VR today, but it's got that old school, late 90s vibe. I didn't know I could have nostalgia for a style. Mm. But this game, even though I never played it, I immediately had nostalgias from it because I was like, holy hell, this is everything about the late 90s and early 2000s. Oh, yeah. It's splatterhousey as hell. It's all set in a carnival that's all gone wrong. So it's all those tropes of clowns and you know, insane uh, acts from a from a circus type environment, whatever. Santa for some for reason. some reason Santa Claus. I don't know why. It doesn't make sense, but whatever. But it makes sense for a light gun game to return to its roots. Yeah. You know, it came from like carnival type atmospheres, and here we are, sunk right in the middle of a, a carnival of of terror with all these amazing bad guys that are popping out of stuff. You got power-ups you can shoot at, which makes it so much more fun. This one made me feel so much more badass than any of the rest of the games, very much like the Area 51, which kind of made me feel Yeah, and I should, I I kind of misspoke earlier. It's not that the game's enemies are pre-rendered the way they are in Area 51. They're actually polygonal. It's the the environments are all like, you know, 3D Studio Max looking ass shit. Yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah, and you even get some Photoshop uh, st- style blast, uh, light, light uh, blast. Oh yeah. Going on too. Uh, what do you call that? Um, uh, what's that called? There's a word for it. Uh, I forget. Uh, it's, sh- uh, it's a shiny blooming, blooming, shiny, bloom, bloom. shine. What is that called? <laughs> lens flare, shine. lens flare. It's lens flare. That's what it is. Lens flare. That's it. It's got like a very Photoshop lens flare kind of thing. Yep. Man. Yep. This game has the attitude that all the rest of the light gun games wishes they could have there's it's not any more fun as far as gameplay goes it's it's just like all the rest of them if you like this kind of gameplay it's going to be fine it's a decent shooter uh it's a little unfair in places no it's a lot unfair in places <laughs> oh it's cheap as hell uh, in places Are you oh kidding? Yeah. oh yeah yeah but even with a oh mouse i had a hard time keeping up i'll be honest yeah yeah i died a lot. oh my god i love the guy running at you right yeah now. he's this cool giant. he looks like the santa guy but not quite yeah, he's like a slasher kind of inhuman Jason kind of thing where he's just unstoppable. Yeah, got a mask on. Bag. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's weird that the game, and others too, not just this game, but this is one of those games where if you miss shooting a guy and you turn around the other way, yeah. he doesn't shoot at you anymore. He's done. You yeah, know? he's done. He's he, Yeah, this this does have a, this one pushes through to kind of keep the pacing kind of like we talked about in Area 51. It just 
you don't have to clear the whole screen. It'll just it'll just keep pushing. You yeah. you finish this area, which is kind of like feels kind of like it does when you're on a carnival ride, mm-hmm. like when you're going like in some you know in we some even have you on a track area. It's the whole idea. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you're yeah, on a track, so it. you're literally on rails in this game, which I I you kinda, are kind of like a that. rail shooter. Yeah. Yeah. I like the what? fact that there's a fake little rail in front of you, and you're and you're in a cart on it, supposedly. Yes. Uh, for at least chunks of it. Um, here's some sound from the game. This is the intro guy. When the moon is full and trees are bare, walk through the cemetery if you dare, where skeletons rot and corpses fester. Locate the tomb with the skull of a jester. Feed him the token all shiny and new. It is then that Carnival will return for you. Wow. Some poetry. Wow. This game thought it was a home game with this storytelling, uh, but it never made it to home consoles. Only existed. Only arcades. Only the arcades. If you're going to play this, you're going to have to emulate it. Uh, Like Scott said, you can can mouse shoot it or controller shoot it, but the light gun is definitely a much better experience. Oh, Oh, here's another one. It's a ghoul who lost her head. You get like an old clown floating head at the beginning. Uh, later on, you get shooting. Oh, you get the old uh, Marie Antoinette or whoever she is yeah, coming know. out with her axe, Lizzie Borden kind of. Yep. I don't know what she is. She's an amalgamation of a million different uh, creepy things. She's got one. She's got boob physics. You see that? Oh yeah, she's got some major boob physics. Yep. Yeah, they they definitely were like, "Hey, look at me." They're into it, man. I don't blame them. <laughs> oh wait, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know you could start shooting her. Uh, her suit off, boy. That is always something you want to do in light guns, isn't it? Just like, oh, if they take enough damage, that's the other thing too. A lot of these games render uh, your enemies with damage, so you don't like have health bars or something. So you can tell if you're if you're winning. Yeah. Uh, by that, yes. Yeah, that was the thing, and it was a really um, from my experience with it this week, very visceral, very over the top. Um, maybe a little too much, and that's probably why it didn't become more popular or get more widespread use because, once again, mm-hmm. people get weird, and they're like, we can't have that in this arcade. Our Master community much. standards. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's it a, another thing, too. Yeah. I, I don't know if, if, you know, it's 98. I'm not real well-versed in the arcade scene in 1998. I'm not sure what the health is economically, at that time, but I do know they did something very weird, uh, which was they released the game on October the 31st in 1998 on Halloween night. And I'm like, it's kind of late. Yeah, um, yeah. it is <laughs> a little late, I, isn't it? Yeah, it, but, but which was fine because they included that 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 crazy Santa uh, land thing. So I guess it could kind of float through the holidays. I suppose. Oh yeah, was uh, that a? But that, so that wasn't like a special board for that time of year. It was actually just in the game. You know what I mean? Like all no, the Christmas in the game. Shit. No, it was just. It wasn't. No, it wasn't special. It was. It was built into the game. Mm-hmm. They were. That's. That's what they decided to do. I think I read some uh, developer interviews, and I think once again it was another situation. Once you once the developers get into light gun games, you're kind of getting into the areas. It's like, hey, we're just trying to attract some attention do whatever the hell you want. So you get some really creative off the wall kind of ideas. And I think maybe that's the reason why horror games work really well, especially light gun games, in my opinion, Mm. at the arcade is because they're allowed this freedom that horror needs, uh, you know, to be weird, strange, needs to be wacky and unexpected. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, they're all very good, though. Carnival may be my second favorite. I still think the actual gameplay of uh, House of the Dead 2 is better yeah. overall experience. But if you're looking for better acting, Carnival's got better acting. Um, if you're looking for just pure nostalgia, I think Area 51 is a great place to go. Yes. And if you want to see, you know, the the the, the environment that was the 80s post-Splatterhouse 70s film horror blood and gut slasher business, check out Chiller because, man, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Take a look at Chiller, man. That will make you feel uncomfortable with yourself. It's like, oh. Yeah. What am I? Yeah. Who am I? What am I? Why am I doing this? It's the kind of thing you feel like. I read a kind of an extreme horror book here recently. Someone recommended that thing makes you just feel like shit the whole time because it's just like (laughs) some terrible stuff going on. It's good writing, but I don't think I can recommend this to anybody. It's just a little too hardcore. It's like Clive Barker on steroids. Oh, um, my. Which is kind of a hot new thing these days. A lot of authors are doing it, but, um, you know, that's probably how my mom would have looked at a game like this. She'd have been like, oh, my Lord. Yeah, I don't think so, son. This is not going to happen in my Holy house. Sh- right. Holy snikes. Okay, so Skits corrected us uh, from me earlier. Apparently, there was also a mega crypt killer version that was a big old giant screen. And I'm going to let me let me see if I can show you this one. Let's see. It. Um, sure. All right, hold on a second. Let's see. Share that oh, business. Stupid. Paste, uh, paste your link, son. Paste your links, man. Yeah, put it uh, in. This is a letter oh, rip. butthole. Just oh god, it's on Reddit and then Immigrant, oh, and it's gonna it's it's just, just give me all kinds of bullshit. All right, here we go. Here's maybe here's a better one. All right, all right, okay, here we go. Who are these people here? All right, this is Crypt Killer. Okay, there we go. I'm watching. I'm waiting. We're looking. We're having. We're doing. We're having. We're doing. Yep, we're I touching get, the things. I got That's nothing a yet. Picture as well. I know. Look at this bullshit. All right, here we go. All right, I'm pasting this one. This is the best I can do right oh, now. That's fine. Whatever. Oh yeah, this yeah, look, is this is this purest scale of this thing is just ridiculous. Let's see what it's format giant. is this file. This is a weird that's stretch though. That's the bad thing. Yeah, it is stretch, but that's okay. We can get the idea. So here you go, Chad. This yeah. is the image we're looking at. Um, oops, cancel that. Uh, let's see. But apparently there was a big giant version too that was just monumentally big. It's like good luck. Big one. Wow. That that's the kind of machine you look at and go, boy, I wish I bet they wish you could do four players, but how are you gonna do it? You know? Yeah. Three's already crazy. Two I could see. But three, man, you're pushing. Three? Are you crazy? (laughs) Are you have you lost your mind? Yeah, that's a lot, dude. (laughs) Looks good though. I mean, look at those big old look at those big old holsters color coded for the guns and stuff. Yeah. I got purple holster. I got purple. I'm taking green. And you know what bugs me now? I go to arcades yeah. now. I, there's one near us in a mall, and it's fine, but it's mostly those yeah. big ticket machines. Yeah. And occasionally it'll be like, ooh, look at the new Tekken cabinet. It's way bigger than it should be. And you can kind of go, ooh, ah, whatever. But I don't, I don't know. I feel like those days are gone. There's just yeah. not, it isn't what it was. Um, the the yeah. video game arcade crash has ha- happened a couple of times. Once in the eighties, and I think now, I think no yeah. one thinks about it because we're making lots of video game money elsewhere. Yeah. So no one thinks about it. But I think you know it, arcades are just. I think we might be close to being done. And it really bums me out. It's tough to convince. Uh, it's tough to convince everybody because you can literally build. I've seen this in a lot of malls where people just set up. You know, large screen TVs that are six or seven times larger than any arcade game. And then they just plug in, you know, a console or something. And it's like, here's some big giant controllers. And I only set them back in like a thousand dollars where, you know, 
you know, maybe $2,000 tops. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, arcade machine is specialized equipment. Very um, expensive. Cost, you know, five, ten thousand dollars especially some of the bigger stuff. So when my like, dad ran arcades and we bought like a new, a new version of Galaga or something, a sit down cocktail model, we were still shell, shelling, shelling out in the eighties. We were spending yeah. about 4,500 bucks for those things. Yeah. Yeah. They were so, expensive. You know, it's just, really expensive. It's, it's a really, it's the market has gotten so narrow for, you know, for something that's so specialized it would really take it would take a lot of really good games yeah coming out all at the same time to attract people's attention yeah the best be the best i can tell the best stuff out there still is like i don't know what's that pro t golf or whatever you see in a bar those yeah, probably make yeah. a bunch of money um oh yeah and see it's probably like the know. phone thing too you know cuz like apps it's like most apps or shit. Yeah. App games are shit mostly. Yeah, mostly. But they make more money than just about anything. So how do you stop that juggernaut? You can't. Because yeah. it's just it's low, it's low cost and uh people are willing to do it. So, Plus we're yeah. oh golden tea, that's what it is. Thanks, Taz. Um, but there's yeah, also this golden. thing where y- y- even if you find a decent arcade, it's mm. all like a weird little temporary credit card now. Um, yeah. upfront fees. I just want to go into a place, find us change machine, put a dollar in it, poop four quarters out or tokens even fine. Right. And then let me go to town for the next half an hour in that place and then get the hell out of there. I just, I miss the raw experience that, that arcade used to be, it, you know, let's right, play, let's was, play this while we keep talking about, it. keep going. I'm going to play this 1992 right. arcade ambience. Here we go. Do it. Yes. Okay, this 92 right around the era we're talking about. Okay, go ahead, Brian. There was a very, get in it get out about the arcade you could spend hours there or if you're just walking by the arcade you could have a couple of quarters in your pocket pop in get an experience get a little glow up and just uh, walk out and feel good now if i want that arcade experience i feel super invested because i'm like okay we're going to dave and busters all right so uh when we get there you know, we got to get the little card. And if you don't have a card, you got to pay for the card. And you got to load up the card. And well, by the time you do that, you might as well get some food. You get some food. Next thing you know, you're in a four-hour visit. You know, you spend a couple hundred dollars. And I'm like, huh. I like just walking by the arcade in a mall while I'm doing other shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just pocket full of coins. Yeah. Walk I miss in, that. Get my fix. Yeah. Get your and, little fixie. Uh, your fixie smixie. Get out. Yeah. Don't have to be there all afternoon. No. Um, it's just a different experience. It's just not. But I will say this: the true arcade experience, the last true arcade experience I had was when I played the Luigi's Mansion arcade game, which is a totally different story. That's a cool game. It had is so cool. Has yeah. very specific hardware. Yeah. Uh, that is a very specific uh, experience. Yeah. And man, I want more of that. Just I miss more miss that. those. I miss that time. Yeah. Partly because you know. We owned arcades. I was literally course, like in the middle of that, you know. And of course, we had to. We'd have the whole problem of me and you know us old, old people who go. I remember when it was a quarter. And I remember when it was a dollar. Because now, I mean, <laughs> eh, because of inflation, I mean, it really get the same experience. I mean, you're dropping five, ten dollars pretty quick. I remember when fifty cents fell like an abomination. We couldn't believe they were doing it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it yeah, was like, I mean, hey, you want to play this cartoon game from uh, Don Bluth? Sure. How much is it? Fifty cents. Fifty cents. Fifty freaking. You know what I can get with fifty cent? Holy, Holy Moses! Shit. I get me a Jolt Cola and a Snickers bar. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of could in like nineteen eighty five. You know? 
<laughs> Crazy to me. Anyway, those Crazy. are our games. We hope you guys enjoy them. Uh, go check some of those out. Very cool Ooh, stuff. Hey. Once again, the list is Chiller, Area 51, uh, Area, or sorry, Crypt Killer, and The House of the Dead 2. And then don't forget Carnival. 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 If you have any questions, uh, let me know. I'll, I'll try to get you guided if you're interested in this Dolphin Bar. You can buy USB Wii Bars that are single-purpose um, that work specifically with, I think, the Dolphin emulator. But if you want to have a wider arrangement of things you can use it with, uh, you can get a Dolphin Bar, which allows you to emulate uh, mouse uh, in several layers, like four different modes. You can even... Uh, you can even use two Wiimotes and hook it into your Mystery FPGA if that's what you have, because Jeez. you just use one Wiimote to activate activate the IR sensor and then another Wiimote to actually pair with a Bluetooth on the Mister so that it can read the sensor. It's a ganky setup, but you could do it. It can be done. It can be done. It can, it can be, be done. done. But we're done. I hate to say it, but we're done with the flash thing, the way those guns used to work. No one has, yeah. no one's doing that. So the, it's the Sidian uh, light gun is your best choice currently, unless you want to do your own thing. Um, these things are well regarded. People seem to like them a lot. I am interested in it. Um, I just haven't found a, I just haven't been able to convince myself to spend that, what, 150, 120, $150. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. I mean, it's because it's just like I just don't know if I use the light gun enough. What am I complaining about? I mean, you'd use it right. for you know you'd use it for the show here and there. Like you would definitely get we, use out of it, but you know I if get and it. When if and when we do the full episode of the House of the Dead, I'm ordering one. It'd be worth it for that okay. to cover that whole series. All right, because yeah. we may do that still. Yeah. We'll wait a while so we're not, you know, just like, hey, remember we just talked about that? Oh, by the way, yeah. Phantasmagoria getting a VR treatment here uh, like in a week or something? Yeah. Now, see, that's the thing. We just talked because, about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing. Like, uh, the send, send in light guns are 104 for the basic. Uh, and then if you want the recoil, which is the action where it goes, which is way cool. Yeah. Uh, it's about 160 bucks or... For you know, four ninety nine, you can get a Quest three, and you can freaking sit inside there, and you get your force feedback, and you can pretend like you got a gun and do light gun shit all day, including inside of Emu VR, which is just mm. front ends retro art, which front ends Mame. Uh, where do you put your money? I want to get one. I think you bastard, right. you bastard, you bastard. All right. Uh, well, there's that. Let's dive into our guess our game fun. Destroy it. <laughs> I mean, look, we talk about games, but we play one of our own where we play an old clip, a uh, sound clip from an old game. We try to guess what each other brought to the table. We mention, uh, you know, platform and year and that sort of thing. And whatever hints we want to give, we also have three questions each to help us get to the correct answer. Uh, While you yell at the uh, radio or headphones that you have on. Yeah, which is fine. We don't blame you. Idiots. Brian, I'm going to give you one that I would say is Halloween-ish. That, that's a one hint. Uh, mm-hmm. I will also say that this game came out in 1996 and was on PC and Mac. Okay. PC and Mac? And Macintosh. In 96? In 96. So it would have been Windows 95 and what was the oh, the Mac OS? Mac OS time? 9, I guess, would have been. Because 10 9. happened about a year later. Yeah. And we've been on 10 ever since. That was right before uh, Jobs came in and cleaned everybody's butt. Right. But anyway, here it is. <laughs> See if you can figure it out. Those are your hints. No one remembers exactly when it began. But I'll never forget. It began on the day of the great eclipse. On the day of my murder. 
I've lost my only love, and I've lost my life. Now we all lie under the curse. Goes there. So, as you can tell, lots of talking. Right. Yeah, yeah. This I I know what this is. What the hell is this? Yeah. I'll give you one other hint, because um, we haven't mentioned it. This last week, last Friday, it was made official that Microsoft has now bought, acquired, slash absorbed Activision, Blizzard, and King. Yeah. And it seems like a good idea, doesn't it? I'll say to you that this is among the many, many, many dead oh, IPs. Jesus. So the dead one of the IPs, many the millions got. of IPs. Yeah, right? there's not millions though. There's probably only yeah twenties. But there's an IP in particular that I am very fond of. This this was a much newer, more modern take on it at the time. That's all. That's too. That's even too hinty. But is this a is this a um, video game exclusive IP or does it is it outside of that? Video game exclusive IP, you mean like based on another popular IP? Like, like, like right. Is it based on, did it get a start as a video game IP or did it, or is an IP of video game IP? Okay. So yeah, yeah. totally came from, started as a game. Very, everyone knows it. Right. Started as a game. That's yeah. what it was. And everybody today, even today, people know this name, even though you can't buy new ones. They, they, they know what this is. They know what this is. Yeah. Okay. So is the year nineteen ninety six we got it on PC and Mac. Yeah. Um is it a first person shooter type? It is definitely not that. Okay. All right. So all right. Is it point and click? Um yes. There is some okay. pointing and clicking. I will say to I help think that's you with my that third question. With that mm-hmm. hint, uh well no, your first question was the last one about Based okay. on an IP or not. <laughs> okay. Um, it is that, and I also say that you do a lot of text entry as well. Oh, so It's not just clicking. It's not just point and clicking. It's also some text. Oh. Is this Typing of the Dead? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Definitely not Typing of the Dead. That acting was too good for Typing of the Dead. I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, that's a pretty darn good acting. Yeah. But that's the only thing I can think of. Okay, I don't know. It's uh, wow. I, it sounds so familiar. I don't know if I'm familiar with the voice actress, and that's what's throwing me off. Uh, do you have a do you man? Have a I, I can't. Qu- I can't. It's, it's scary uh-huh. how I can't remember this one. So yeah, PC Mac 1996, part of the Activision uh, Microsoft uh, deal, and uh, based on a video game IP. Yep. Spooky season. I here's another yeah, hint. I don't know. Think yeah. Activision, not Blizzard or King. So it's an Activision, okay. dead Activision IP. Oh, you said dead. Is well, that a hint? Meaning it's not, <clears throat> they're not making new ones. It's currently dormant. That's all I mean. I Is mean, it not Code yet. Veronica? I don't know. I'm... <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, let me find out if that is correct. Uh, no, that is not correct. Here's your thing. Uh, the correct answer is uh, Zork Nemesis. Zork. I've never played any of the Zork games ever. I want Not a single Zork have I played. Yeah. Man. Here's what I want. I Phil Spencer says he wants to take old IPs and make them new again. He wants to make a new Hexen yes. game. He wants to make a bunch of these games. Take Zork. Make it AI. Do use AI and make a text adventure, a text only adventure. Forget about the point and click part. That's that was just us in the nineties trying to make it cooler. The coolest yeah. Zork ever was is when you just type shit in a screen and it told you what was going on. Do that again, put it on phones. AI based though. This is one of the aspects of AI I really want to see more of. 
and you build out worlds and choices and totally dynamic playthroughs based on uh, AI large language model stuff. You have a new Zork, you, ha- you make a million dollars. Do it. Don't be a dork. Well, make they need us to some make Zork. They need to make more than a million, but you know what I mean. Do we, if we found out anything, is always, uh, if, you, if you can make it rhyme, you can make it happen. Yeah, every time. So don't you make be a dork. Rhyme, make you, us a new Zork. You give it, a, give it some time and, and then make it rhyme. Uh, Brian, let's play, let's do yours. <laughs> SNES 92, eh? Is that where I'm at? Yes, SNES 92. And I was also trying to keep it kind of, uh, you know, Halloween-y. Okay, we're in the zone. Yeah, not, not strictly Halloween, but kind of Halloween. Okay, that works for mine, too. Mine was more yeah. of a thriller than Halloween particularly. But anyway, here we go. Well, that's immediately familiar. Oh. Okay, is it based on... An IP outside of games. Yes. Okay. It is a based on an IP outside of games. Okay. Um, I'm gonna attempt an answer here. Is it, it give me it. Adam's family? The game? Game, yes. There you go. You is got it. it. I, was, it? Wait, I was hoping you'd blow it. I was hoping you'd blow it because I was like, oh, we got the Adams family, but he's pausing. He's going to say stupid. He's going to say something <laughs> stupid like Fester's Quest or something. But no, you nailed it. Yeah. It is just Adams family. It's based on the movie. 90, right. right? It's right? the 1992 version of the Adams family. Yeah, based on the movie there. I remember that. Now. Based on the comic strip, based on the TV series, yeah. based on the movie. This one's specifically based on the movie. Yeah, it's based on the movie. Uh, but they, is it good? How does it hold up? How are things in this game? Is it all right? It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You know what? We might find out next week if you agree to the thing that I suggested for next week. In the oh, notes. let's see. I didn't look yet. Uh, oh, Fester's Quest, Adam's Family, the Adam's Family Pugsley's Adventure Hunt, and Adam's Family Values. <laughs> Why not? Why yeah, let's not? keep it creepy and kooky uh, for our final Halloween type episode. Well, I thought we'd kind of keep it a little light. Maybe. Here's what I I win. Uh, that means I get this. And you get. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, poor Brad. You poor thing. That's all right, because we're going to move right along and do this. How did you people do out there? I see several people oh, in that. Well, I see at least they guess one it? person. Dr. Von Doom, Dom Von Doom, yeah. got the Adams family in the chat room and those playing along at home. Uh, how did you do? How, how do you feel about our tips? Yeah. Do you like our tips? How do you feel about it? Do you want to you see Brian's tip? Are they, he'll, he'll are they too hard? Are they too hard? Or do we make are we? Are, is this right? Is it just the right? Thing? I don't know. It feels right to me. You think so? It feels right to me. Yeah. I don't think I don't think we need to second guess it. I think it's fine. I think we're good. That's right. I just never. We haven't gotten too many call-ins where people are, are say stuff like, "God, I can't believe you guys didn't guess that clip like in two seconds." No, we didn't get any of those. We don't get any of those. No. People are too nice for that. Now emails. Welcome to the treasure room. And when I see emails, I actually mean uh, texts. No, I mean email. No, I mean texts. Yeah, that's what these are. Uh, <laughs> They got, I got a couple of them. Uh, Excuse me. This is from Gilbert, Arizona from J Mac. Yo, 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 J Mac from Gilbert. Yo, Mm -hmm. straight from the underground. He says, Hey there, play retro. Did you guys ever play cyber sled in the arcade? 
I haven't seen that game in 20 plus years, but every year I go to Zapcom Arcade and Pinball Convention hoping to play it again, but never they never have it. It's a two-player tank game uh, yeah. that my friends and I dumped tons of quarters into. To a lesser extent, also played T-Mech, T-E, or T-M-E-K, uh, was similar and also very fun. Both games seem like spiritual successors to Battlezone, which I'm surprised yes. you haven't done an episode on yet. Thanks, J-Mac from Gilbert. Oh, we will. I got oh, childhood. I love me some cyber sled. I never played the, what was the other one, the T T Mac. I never zone. played that either. T-Mac. I don't think I've ever played that one. That sounds good though. But man, I played the hell out of some cyber sled. I, yeah. lo- I would love to do something. Battlezone like as well. I love Battlezone. I have childhood stories to talk about with Battlezone. Mm-hmm. I won a, a big contest on Battlezone once when I was like 13. Oh. Yeah, I got I got some feelings about Battlezone. Did you get in the zone and battle a little bit? Did you? Did, I did. Did you win? Yeah, I battled within the zone, is what I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what you do. It's how you do it. Yeah. Here's an email or a text from somebody we don't have a name for, but I'm going to read it anyway. It says, this is for Play Retro. Hopefully I'm not too late. I'm a week behind on shows, but I believe you're talking about Syndicate today. So this is a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yes, yes, yes. There is a game called Satellite Rain that is a spiritual successor of sorts to the old Bullfrog Syndicate games. You build a squad of cybernetic agents, kidnap enemy agents slash pedestrians, hack ATM machines, or just ATMs, because that's like saying... Mm-hmm. Uh, automatic teller machine machines anyway and research new upgrades it's on steam and it's a lot of fun i own that game and i completely forgot to mention it it really is like a spiritual successor to those games so i i own the game as well and i think we talked about it on another show called the boop show we used to do indie games um yeah we we totally totally didn't mention it but Mm -hmm. yeah i love that game it is awesome it's good i haven't checked in in a while so maybe i need to, Mm -hmm. to do that had some mixed reviews but i think it was because people wanted um, it, it doesn't do the real time thing, like the RTS yeah. side of Syndicate. It's more turn based in its combat and stuff, as I remember right. Anyway, I'll have to go back and look at it. But uh, thank you for reminding us of that. And you're never too late to send us a message at eight zero one four seven one zero four six two, or you can email us at playretroshow at gmail dot com. You can also leave voicemails on that number I gave you. Okay, so do that. That's all up on our site. If you forget, can any you of it. Could, should, should you leave your credit card number on that? Of course, line, you give us all your information. Right. We promise not to sell it to anyone else. And uh, nope, don't worry. We promise fine. not to buy us uh, some sending uh, guns with yeah. that information. We, we swear, we swear that we're not going to do that. Here's what I know: we're going to do for sure. We're gonna we're gonna do that creepy and their kooky episode next week. Uh, all Adams Family games, staying with our Halloween fun here for a bit. And uh, there's some good in there. Fester's Quest is highly thought of by a lot of people. Yes, I've never played Fester's Quest, but I've heard many people talk great about it. And um, I've always wanted to play the Adams Family value. So why not squeeze those other two right in there? Put some Pugsley right there in the middle. Little Pugsley sandwich. Was that second mm-hmm. movie any good? I don't think I ever saw Values. The family Values? Yeah. I actually would say that Family Values is maybe the superior film in some aspects. Mm. I won't say completely superior but there are aspects of it that i like more it's more fun did i have dan hadaya also like the first one did because i love him i can't remember i'll watch him and whatever he feels like doing yeah i can't remember he's a thousand years old now so i don't know but he is and he 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 didn't mind fighting fighting uh didn't find yeah raul gulia who was gulia (laughs) raul gulia raul gulia he's the gulia he's the he's the guliest he's kooky Raul Julia, and yes, if had this been his last movie, if Adam's Family Values would have been it, that would have been a better right. scenario. But instead, it was Street Fighter 2, and I feel bad for him. Because <laughs> that movie sucked. Anyway, yeah, that sucked. 
Now he's going to haunt us all for that. Thanks a lot. That's right. Let us haunt you guys with a request. Go on over to patreon.com slash play retro like Gnarl Lord, Galmore, and Brian Cole. Those are just three of our fantastic uh, regular patrons who get no commercials ever, pre-show content every week, and other monthly benefits. But you have to go there and sign up to do it. It's very easy. Patreon.com slash play retro. Just toss us the, the, the minimum. We don't care. We're just happy to have you. Okay, we love you, and we we're giving you some. We're going to give you some free content, like Scott was talking about. And Lots I'm of free stuff. Yeah. I can maybe kind of run down uh, this light gun stuff. If anybody does, anybody care? Am I the only person who cares about doing this simulating light? I know Skits does because Skits sent me some information on it. But does anybody else care about? I light almost gun guarantee stuff? you, somebody else cares. All right, just I guarantee it. it. Oh, quick shout out to Jim Jensen, a listener in our community, been around forever. He dropped off. What looks like a brand new, I know it isn't, but it looks like it's a barely used N64, a stack of games, what? and two controllers. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't even know that was coming. My wife says, look what Jim did. I went, whoa, wait Dude, a minute. That is amazing. Yeah. So which, what game? You have to tell me what games you got, because you can so, see back here we're running some Rugrats, right? You said N64, did you N64, say? N64, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, got, I got mine running right now, right behind me on these two CRTs and running some Rugrats, and I'm, I've been trying to grow my N64 collection. I forgot how much I loved these games. It's the a great N64. console, dude. I yeah. love mine. Yeah. This thing also has, I know it had pilot wings, but I couldn't tell you the others. I have to go look. But um, yeah. it has uh, the, the expansion RAM pack for some reason. Don't know why yes. that's in there. I like the little thing that plugs in the front. It's just like, what the hell is this thing? Somebody was what playing chunk? Turok or something. I don't know. I got Turok back there. Turok is awesome. It is. But you made me very happy, Jim. Thank you for that. And uh, I wanted to make sure to give him some credit today. Also, join our Discord. Lots of fun stuff happening, including we're giving away a ton of Resident Evil games over there right now in the... uh, I always say it's contest. It's not. It's the giveaway. What's the name of our damn group? Hold on. It's called... The giveaway contest thing. Why can't I get into it? Oh, here we go. Uh, It is called... Oh, giveaways. It is giveaways, not contest. It's called giveaways. It's called Eat Your Shorts. Yep. So, John, if you haven't signed up for our Discord, there's a whole thing in there for Play Retro, plus all the other Frog Pants shows. Big, happy, open place. You don't have to do anything crazy. Just go to frogpants.com slash Discord, and you're in. That's it. Simple. Nice. Simple pimple on your dimple simple pimple on simple your pimple dimple. on your dimple uh that's gonna yeah, do you it can for make us it rhyme you can make it you can do make it do anything then do the time you can't do the rhyme then don't do the rhyme right <laughs> that's it that <laughs> is gonna it. do it for us thank you all for listening between now and the next time we talk to you and we'll let you know on the time frame i think we're probably going to be a little earlier on fridays but fridays for sure for a while here okay unless we unless you hear different uh some scheduling changes going on but uh, we're happy to do it between now and then go play something retro And we'll see you next time. (laughs) Get more at frogpants.com. Farewell, friends. Oh, okay, Goldman.